And now, broadcasting on Star Worldwide Networks, it's In the Green Room. Green is in, but what does that really mean for you? Join the gang for a fun and energetic half-glass, half-full perspective to what and how sustainability is the lifestyle for the future. It can really affect everything you do, from your health, wallet, environment, money, even your morals. So our goal, to help save the planet one show at a time. Now, welcome to The Green Room. (laughs) Welcome, everyone, to In The Green Room. I'm Kinga, and we've got Karen. Good evening, everybody, and welcome. (laughs) And we also have Missy co-hosting tonight. Hello, everybody. Missy, can you introduce your full name? Uh, My name is Missy Roscoff, and I live in Phoenix, Arizona. And it's really exciting because tonight's show is all about health and wellness and uh, sustainability with uh, living in a modern world. Yep, absolutely. And we also have uh, some dogs here to um, play with because I think I might be adopting this one right here. (laughs) Chet thinks he's going to, Okay, but I'm not so sure. So Robin, do you want to say hello? I don't have a mic. Right there. She's got a mic. There we go. How's Robin today? Doing great. (laughs) So are are we going to get you to foster a dog too? No, I can't bring a dog home because I live with a 79-year-old woman who has a 7-year-old dog that's very skittish. So the answer to that would be no. Okay, because Pathways. We we already have a dog. (laughs) Pathways Home Animal Rescue? Yes, Pathways Home Animal Rescue. Okay, so we're going to try to get everybody to start uh, fostering and adopting and but I'm in love um, with the one you're talking about adopting, too. So right? if I could, I would fight you, but I can't. So <laughs> see, she's all yours. Isn't yeah. she so cute? She, oh, my God. I'm yeah. in love. Yeah, she is. She is a very special dog. Um, I'll, I'll have Chet. Oh, she's saying hi to Chet. Chet. Okay. This so is Ch- Mia. <laughs> so Chet is uh, late in studio again, two weeks in a row. <laughs> Calling it out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've got the dog that he's going to adopt right there. Here you go. So, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about Mia. Maybe Chet can help so we can see her face if she'll come over. She's so cute. So Mia, um, and Mia is a uh, dog that's in foster with our family right now. And she's through Pathway, Pathways Home Animal Rescue. And Mia was actually an owner surrender. And what that means is the family that had her, they adopted her when she was about six, six eight weeks old. She's eight months now and they surrendered her. Um, could no longer take care of her, had, uh, have two small kids, and, you know, she's a high-energy dog, so she uh, kept knocking them over. So the good thing is Pathways Home Animal Rescue got the dog instead of the dog going into a shelter. Um, her dad was a lab, and her mom was a standard poodle. Um, super, super sweet dog. So we've only had her about uh, 24 hours, gets along great with other dogs, Definitely needs training. Um, she is high energy. She's not up for adoption yet. Well, so. hold on, because I, I, well, I don't know, I'm not even sure if I'm letting Chet take her, because I might take her. No, I've fallen in love with her. She's so cute. She's so cute. She is. She's really and friendly. And she's a you're going to have a problem. <laughs> That's right. Pathways. Uh, I, I think I'm taking it. Sue uh, Neneman. Neneman. Yep. I Sue Neneman. Yep. Sue Neneman. Uh, Sue, I, I think you're watching and listening right now, and uh, I, think, I think I love her. I think I love her. So I want to also announce that we have Missy in studio, and she and I 
have been hiking and Karen, oh, yeah. the three of us are in this like fitness challenge of eating healthier, juicing more and hiking. Yep. Yes. What, what has our goal been? Oh, our goal is to, to, um, okay. Our goal is to basically eat better and hike more and just be healthier. Um, bottom line is so her and I have been hiking for the last week now, I'd say, um, eating healthier, I always kind of have. Um, she okay. She I want to announce she lost thirty two pounds. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So is yeah. that by sticking to small goals or just trying to be more active in general? I uh, did a complete change of eating habits and got out and exercised more. Um, just it took it took a while, but well, once, tell us what you gave up. How did, uh, what were the yeah? So I gave up uh, basically pastas, breads, and and sweets. Those carbs, pasta, yeah. bread, and sweet, but not the carbs, not the good carbs. I still eat, you know, vegetables and stuff like that. Those are the good carbs, but yeah, breads and pastas and sweets. You can give those up. Um, you can lose weight real quickly. Um, drink lots of water. Um, stay hydrated. But thirty-two pounds is a lot of weight. Think yes, about thirty-two is. pounds. Yes. I mean, I'm just trying to lose like eight pounds, and I'm having a hard time at thirty-two. That's really good. Yeah, that was two years ago, and I've um, kept it off. So. Um, must be doing something right. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So, so pasta, breads, dessert. And what about, I thought. Have you, you continued to cut those out or did you bring them back? Um, yeah, no. Uh, no. Me and your mom have been out eating healthy and we, we watch what we eat. Avocados, bananas, blueberries. Um, I kind of keep a regimen of what I eat, like breakfast. Salads. Yes. Breakfast, I, I am pretty regimented about what I eat. I have banana, eggs, blueberries, yogurt, um, Lunch is usually salad with protein, um, avocado, fish, or fish. Shrimp. Yep, yep. And then dinner is usually the same thing. Like I'll have a protein, maybe salmon and a vegetable like broccoli and and some sort of fruit. So. And it's the wine diet because she's had wine all along and she's lost thirty two pounds. <laughs> yes. I, I'm going to call it the wine diet. Yes, yes. That's part of fruit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want Missy to write a book because uh, you know nobody has that yet. The wine diet. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but also some a tip that I remember, which I think is important, in that initial stage when she took off all that weight, she would do two workouts a day. She would do a hike in the morning, and then she would do a bike ride in the afternoon. I don't know how long you would bike ride for. but Yeah, so I would do about a three to four mile run every morning, and then at night I was doing a bike ride. I don't remember 10, 11 miles, nothing huge, but... Um, it took me about an hour, hour and a half. So I was doing that twice a day. So that helped take That's it off great. real quick. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, and, and I, I can barely keep up with her hiking. And, and Oh, come on now. No, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll be uh, keeping track of all this fitness. And then Karen has been juicing. How, how's that been going? Yeah, very good. I did cheat uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Good. Uh, so you I did the weekends. I had a little, yeah, Super Bowl it's Sunday. Worth the, it on Super the Bowl chips Sunday. and dip, yeah, or color. But yeah, I just realized with just health, how much better you feel. And when you look at mainly, we're in habits of whatever it is, the lattes or the, you know, and I think, you know, wine at night with kettle chips and artichoke dip, you're not going to, you know. <laughs> so just getting into better habits. And when you realize how much better you feel without those things, and it makes it a lot easier. But, but Karen's been doing a juice fast, and uh, I don't know, I need food. I, I, I can't just juice for three weeks. Yeah. Have you really juiced except for, for that whole time? Two, no, so on the weekends, mm -hmm. I didn't. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. 
you need to have a break from that, yeah. I think. So, but I did a 16-day uh, just juice, and when I did it straight, no, no How did cheating you feel? at all. Amazing. <clears throat> after day after day four, it's easy. Your energy's higher. Everything you look better. You just feel better. So, yeah. Well, I started eating healthier again, and I'm doing what she's doing. None of this carb stuff, and I feel so so much better. I don't know if maybe I am allergic to all that gluten. Because I feel like I'm way more uh, clear. Yeah. Uh, I'm not foggy. Um, and just, you know, I'm waking up and doing a smoothie uh, with lots of vegetables, not fruits, and a little bit of blueberries. So, Chet, what about you? Are you, are you getting into this fitness regime with us, um, the challenge? Well, yeah, I'm definitely down to start uh, challenging myself to be even more active because I work out a decent amount and go play basketball as much as I can, but... It's always good to get back on like, you know, a routine so that you're doing it on the daily. Um, also, I was going to say really quick, uh, watch out if you move your chair because Mia's oh. paws are like right oh, underneath you. I'm not yeah. moving. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she chose to sit right in that spot. But. So Chet, I love that you said that about the routine because another key point that Missy, uh, for your losing weight, 32 pounds, something that I remember you saying that I think is really important is she didn't miss a day. And, 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 you know, yeah, good habits. Yes. Like the once you get them going, it's really easy to stay on them. And it's the same thing with bad habits. So exactly. And so with yeah. my dad being in the hospital for so long, I'd like be like, okay, I'm not gonna work out. I'm not gonna work out. Well, I started feeling really bad and noticing I'm getting bigger and bigger. So now I am making sure I'm exercising every day. And I think that really rang a bell with me with Missy right. saying she didn't miss a day because then you just it's just a habit. You just go. Yep, absolutely. And I think the hardest thing with like a juice fast or uh, change is our social, our calendar revolves around meeting people for, you know, appetizers or lunch or whatever it is. And that's yeah. one of the hardest things. So instead you meet him to hike. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. You meet him to hike. You meet him to yoga. Yep. And you've been yoga. Yep. Wait, yoga. Do you say yoga? How do you say that? Yoga. yoga? Wing. Every day, go to yoga. Yoga wing. <laughs> yoga wing. No, nobody says that. <laughs> so, Chet, have you ever done yoga? Of course, yeah. Really? Yep. I did uh, stretching and Pilates and yoga class back in high school, actually. Wow. And then I've taken a few classes since then, but that's actually one of the routines I would definitely be interested in getting back into. Would be get, going to yoga because it's so good for your uh, flexibility and strength and all that kind of stuff. So. I think if the better your body's running, your mind and your mood is always just going to only be reflected on how well your body's running. So, hot yoga is fun. Yep. Yes. Well, well, I think that's the key thing: is exercise, diet, yoga, meditation, all that. It it relieves stress and it keeps your mind focused. You know, when you just get you're just bombarded with too many things that you have to do, and it just makes you think and just stay right absolutely yep. you're doing it every day yep. every noon today what about tomorrow tomorrow i'll do as well noon or the four so i want to give a plug karen for um on the 14th is our big event uh for child help yes the absolutely. big ball yep. is the gala and at the so phoenician it's sold out it is sold it is out sold out yep wow but people can still donate yes absolutely people can still donate they can uh, reach deep in those pockets and uh, help those kids that have been abused. And uh, they, they need lots of care, and they're all in these villages. And so Child Help has rescued how many kids now? Gosh, it's, it's, 
I don't remember the number. It's it like is 11 million in the last 50 years. What they've done is tremendous. Yeah, we had the founders on the show, Sarah and Yvonne, and they're just uh, extraordinary, extraordinary women. And uh, we're just so grateful to be helping their cause. So, yep, absolutely. So we got to get Chet to that event. That'd be really fun. I was going to say Mia's being really well behaved now. She's oh, just, she, yeah, yeah, she is. She's been running around with our four dogs. So all what day. training do you think she still needs then? Is she just not potty just, trained yet? Or? Um, she's, she's actually, if you're home and you let her out, she is pretty much, you know, if oh, she's okay. left inside for six hours, you might come home to something. But again, I've only had her 24 hours. Um, <laughs> she started, she slept in a crate in my daughter's room, but my daughter let her out in the middle of the night. No problem. There was no barking. So that was good. She's really adorable. Good. Yeah. And I would no say, barking. That's a huge. I don't she, like barking. So she was, didn't bark at all at night. I mean, um, obsessive barking. I no, don't like. Uh-uh. Good barking. I no. like. Um, and being on the leash. I don't think she's been on a leash a lot. So, oh, she's, so that's she's why she was tangled when I Still kind of getting in. used yeah. to that. Yeah. 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 And she likes to um, look for food on the counter. So you just have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's figured that out. Yes. She would get up there. Oh. So just basic, more basic training. But definitely training sessions would do her a world of good. Yeah. Well, I know Missy used to foster dogs yes. uh, back east. Yep. Uh, yep. I was with a rescue for over 11 years. Um, we had up to 12 to 14 dogs at a time. Um, we had two moms who had puppies a day apart. Wow. And for two months, we had 14 dogs in our house. Wow. Oh my so, gosh. But they're little ones, um, little breeds, basically, but non-shedding breeds and um, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Did a lot of training with dogs. Um, it's it's tough, but you got you ha- you need to have a fenced-in backyard, and I'm pretty sure you kind of have that yeah, figured out. But yeah, it's 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 awesome. The getting a dog adopted is such a amazing. You just you can't even describe the animosity and whatever when you get somebody adopted the dog adopted out it's unbelievable experience yeah um and to find a home that they're so happy and grateful for you fostering yep the dogs yeah pathways is very good about vetting for homes they don't just give the dog to the first applicants we did that as well yeah we had to make sure they were spayed and uh neutered and um had all their shots up to date and they were on heartworm medicine and flea preventative and all that so Yep, we were the same way. Yeah, Chet Sue Neneman was asking me a lot of questions about you to make sure, you, you know, she's like, at his age, is he going to be, is he ever going to be home? And I said, oh, yeah, Chet is very, you're a total lo- loyal to, to dogs. Oh, 100%. I mean, you've always been so all about it. Well, yeah, and then my girlfriend, Christina, she'd also be, like, obviously helping me raise the puppy, too. So we'd both be able to take it out to the bathroom or take it on walks and everything like that. So... Uh, I don't think time would be the issue. But the only problem is that Mia is, I think, over the 30-pound limit for our condo complex. But we maybe could try to break the rules or bend them. I don't know. We'll get a fake scale that only reads the 30 pounds. I don't know. Nobody's going to sit there and wear. <laughs> I, but. Yeah, I would say in that case, if that is an issue, um, foster a dog and see if you have a problem. Because then that's not adopted. Right. That's a good idea, yeah. And the other thing, it helps you get more fit. Because you have to take the dog for walks, and that's a part, another part about getting healthy. That's that's very a good true, part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good part that um, gets you slim and trim because you have to take the dog to, you know, walk it to a local but restaurant. Rachel or is looking so like, to get a new dog too. So 
Uh, I sent her a little video of Mia, so I'm waiting to hear back from her. But Rachel might be interested in, in adopting her as well. So, oh, Rachel's been—that's all she talks about. I'm getting it. I want to get a dog. I want to get a dog. But I, I might take Mia. <laughs> okay, so then, then what you should do is come down Sunday, this Sunday. Um, Pathways Home Animal Rescue. They will be at PetSmart on 90th Street from 11:30 to 2. And the different types of dogs they have are amazing. I was never set to one breed that I wanted to have. I just kind of went to the shelters or when I fostered, we adopted. Um, but they've got all types of dogs, all sizes. And that's a great way to see. But it's really good to see that she is oh, yeah. actually calm. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, you know, some dogs just never can be calm. Yeah. And she's calm. Yeah. Yeah. She's so. being really relaxed right now. Just laying down. Did lounging, you take her so. for a 10 mile run? <laughs> 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 what was that? It's Chet's soothing voice, I think. <laughs> Reiki, really? <laughs> oh, did you hear back from Rachel? Uh, no, I'm sending her another video now that she's being all relaxed. It'd be easier to send a video. <laughs> and speaking of events, um, Pathways has their event fundraiser coming up in March. So all the details, okay. March uh, 14th or 15th, all the details are on their Facebook page. Do you know where it's at? It is. I do. I'll pull it up while you're, yeah. Okay. So also while she's looking that up, I, I, I want to remind our listeners that uh, you are extremely sustainable. You, you do gardening, composting, mm-hmm. uh, you eat organic, um, mostly uh, vegetarian yeah. and your family's vegan or vegetarian. And uh, you also moved to Bali. Can, yeah. you, can you tell us a little bit yeah. about your experience there? We moved to uh, Bali, Indonesia. We lived there for two years. We wanted to take our kids. We had been to Bali a number of times and discovered a school called the Green School where they teach entrepreneurship, finance, uh, sustainability was the big thing. And it was uh, very eye-opening. Kids from 40 countries, you could not bring any plastic on the school site at all food was in banana leaves that's how they served it wait no plastic and how many years ago was this uh we were there 2014 to 2016 wow because right now i feel like it's more in the news Mm -hmm. it's more because of greta and our show uh in the green room uh so no plastic give us more details Uh, bamboo straws so whether the kids got a a brownie or a salad or you know their rice rice dishes She'll bark when somebody comes good. in. Good. Oh, let her bark. Oh, yeah, I love she's that. really protected. Oh, that's what I want. Oh, this is good. I want to watch okay. dog. This is great. Good girl. So it's just when good. somebody comes in, and then as you talk to her. But that's what I want. Like, I want to watch dog. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Sold. Okay, she's mine. She's mine. That's so what just, I want. Yeah. Um, I want to watch dog. Well, and she's a good size for you, because since you live so close to the mountain, you definitely need a bigger dog. That's right. Yeah. 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 You fight the or scare oh, coyote oh, away. Yeah. She's so cute. So that's oh, it. good that's girl. It. It's just like letting you know. <laughs> good girl. So back to what we were saying. So did you hear this, Missy? Yes. I mean, this. That's amazing. It's amazing. So they, they plucked their kids out of school. They moved to Bali and they wanted their kids to be um, more, you know, loving of Mother Earth and, yeah. and more yeah, sustainable. Field trips were shark conservation trips where the kids learned about wow. sharks. They did shark releases. Uh, the kids learned to compost. They'd pick up garbage in nearby villages, bring them back for recycling. Um, they were, the plastic was made into pallets. Um, the buses ran on used cooking oil. 
the from buses. restaurants. Wow. Yeah, which wow. I think would be awesome for people to do oh, here. I, of course. Um, so, so many different things. So that's why with sustainability here, I mean, I, I think it's so simple to keep some bags in your car. It drives me crazy when I see people taking, you know, to their Target or wherever, 12, 15, you know, just if you're m- more mindful. More it, mindful. It, it makes a big difference. And all the small little details yep. make a difference, which I didn't mention that Missy and I have been picking up trash together. Yes, we have. Oh. Yeah. Yes, we have. Yeah. Uh, and we, it's, it's surprising that out in nature, people would leave that much trash. Yeah, just in a little area the other day we were hiking and I said, look at this and turned around and there was five or six more pieces. And I'm, yeah. I thought, wow, the, Beer gar- cans, the trash was cigarette boxes. The trash um, can was less than a hundred feet away. Yeah. I mean, seriously, and, like it's like somebody had a party, yeah. and just, you know, just left all their <laughs> beer cans and cigarettes. And, it's lazy. It's unfortunate. Yes. It really is. Yes. Um, sad to see. But well, it's you, all going to end up going back into our food and water. So it's going to yeah. bite us in the ass eventually. But the, the message we have to uh, spread is when you see that it's your trash right. because it's our planet and and you can't be like oh I didn't do it well you got to pick it up so you see it pick it up absolutely so absolutely so I guess we're gonna have some music right now uh, we've got the Lord Childs in house and we're super Child's excited play in the house what did you say well well I think I think the name of the band has changed I, oh, really? I, I was calling it Child's Play that's what they used to formerly and and earlier today I thought it was called Child's Play but We'll, we'll hear what the yeah wait what the change is. Lord and London just need to come and clear this up then. <laughs> yes, they do. How's it going? Welcome it's back in the green room. Great. How are you guys? Been? Hi. Great. Hi. Happy New Year! Because we haven't yeah. seen you since <laughs> yeah, 2020, 2020 started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm I'm gonna. Uh, can you both? How has your guys' New Year been so far? What are you guys up to? It's been great. We've been um, recording music. And Ooh, that's been, very exciting. Yeah, it is. It really is. I've been um, writing a lot of stuff, and we've been collaborating a lot together. And so that's exciting. It's just, wow, it's just been a very exciting musical year so far. Yeah. Yeah. So well, can we can we have you both introduce your names, your full names, and what your Instagram Instagram, how we can find you, uh, and then what the song is going to be? Okay. So. My name is Lord Childs. You can find me on Instagram at Lord Childs and as well as on Facebook at Lord Childs. And, uh, uh, my name is London Noel Childs. Uh, I'm Lord's brother. And uh, for our music, you can find us on you know, Lord's account. Uh, my Instagram is at uh, Lundino the Great. Awesome. And I hear that you are looking for colleges now? I am, yeah. I'm applying to colleges now. It's and I heard Harvard, Harvard is on the list. It is. Wow. So that means he's a great student. That's a big deal. Harvard. That's impressive. Uh, what are the other schools that you were applying to? Uh, Duke University, Rice University. My number one right now is probably UCLA. Can you go straight to the mic? Yeah. Thank you. Um, I'm most excited to go to UCLA. That's, that's my dream school right now. Oh, that's a beautiful campus. My mm-hmm. daughter, Rachel, was uh, recruited for track there. And oh. we spent, uh, let's see, three or four days on that campus. Stunning. And then it's so close to everything. It's walking distance to everything you want to go to. Oh, wow. Yeah, you would love it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's an honor that you, yeah, all these schools that you're talking about, you're a good student. Good for you. What do you want to do with your education? Uh, I want to be an aerospace engineer. Uh, Someday work with SpaceX. So, uh, wow. UCLA is definitely the place there for me. Can we get your autograph now? (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Uh, and what about you? Tell us any um, exciting news about your life. So um, recently, well, not too recently, but back in November, um, me and my family were invited to attend the CMA Awards. And, wow. Uh, How was that? Yeah, it was incredible. It was such an incredible experience. I got to meet so many amazing people in the industry who gave me so much um, feedback. Is that in Nashville? Yeah, yeah, in Nashville, cool. Tennessee. Cool, that was probably a fun trip then. It was. It was crazy. So um, I was at PCM back in uh, Phoenix Conservatory of Music back in I was going to say, what is PCM? What are all these code words? I know yeah. CMA because that's Country Music Awards. Chet, you didn't know that in Nashville? No, I was verifying that it was in Nashville. Okay, because you always call me out. How do you think I knew where it was if I, if I didn't know what it was? <laughs> you always call me out if I make a mistake on something. But I knew that it was in Nashville, so okay, I knew what okay, we were talking okay. about. All right. What are you so. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, PMA is? Um, yeah, uh, PCM, Phoenix and oh, PCM. <laughs> yeah. PCM, PMM. Like. <laughs> so... Um, I was doing an interview with the CMA Association at Phoenix Conservatory of Music, okay. and um, a U.S. bank representative was also there. And so they decided, they were very inspired by my story and by the achievements that I've already made. And which, so, which, can you tell our listeners what they are? So I have, um, back in 2017, I performed at the National Arts and Humanities Youth Program Award on behalf of Phoenix Conservatory of Music, after we won an award for the National Arts Extraordinary. Yes, it's, it was incredible. It's incredible. And um, I've performed uh, four shows with the Phoenix Symphony. Um, wow. Their production of West Side Story. Really? That was, yes, that was back in 2018. Wow. And so I did that, and I've been a part of Phoenix Conservatory of Music for going on whew, seven years now, me and London both. So... Um, we're um, very musically inclined, and we've um, always made sure that our studies were first and that we always excelled in what we believed in. So, so did going to that award show inspire you to make any country music, or what awards show do you see yourself did. at more? It did? It, um, it okay. did. It um, definitely made me open my horizons and be open to all genres of music and to just be open to any opportunity that is given to me and use it as a, um, as a point to extend my um my arsenal and to um extend my efforts and so it it taught me a lot about just effort and just putting your heart and soul into what you believe in and putting the effort in so that you can get everything out of it that you can so okay so what are your goals what are your 2020 vision goals <laughs> Uh, for the decade, for the decade, where do you see yourself ten years from now? For the decade, I want to, I want to be able, to, I want to be writing music, I want to be recording, um, and if not that, I definitely want to be either at Berkeley College of Music, or I'm looking at um, doing marketing and um, promotions at um, colleges such as the UC schools and other colleges, and I'm. Studying up on that, and I'm looking at colleges, and just uh, that's my goal right now. But awesome, yeah. And what about your 2020 goals? Uh, my 2020 goals, I'm just trying to uh, survive at college, do well, uh, figure out exactly what I do, and make thrive. Don't it. survive. You gotta yes. thrive over there. Yeah, enjoy it. It's mm -hmm. the best time of your you life. You gotta be the Kobe yeah. Bryant. You gotta be the best one on the team. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, certainly. It's my it's my goal. Awesome. We're, we're very proud of you guys. So could we hear a song? 
Yes. And what are we going to hear? The first song we are going to be performing for you guys is a single that I just released back on January 31st, so a couple of days ago. Um, it's available on Spotify. You can see it on YouTube at Lord Childs. This song is called... Wait, Calm. I, I missed that. You just released it on what date? I released it on January 31st. Okay, and how can we all find it? You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on YouTube, and you can also find it on SoundCloud. So... Exciting, exciting. Yep. So. You guys are our most sustainable family. So we'll talk about that after this song. Awesome. Yeah. This song is called Call My Bluff. No considerations, no reruns. Starting from the beginning, there from the top Calling them out of space, I got enough You better beg and pray, I don't bluff You think it's real, you think that love's enough You got your bills, but you don't try hard enough I'll take the will, but will you pay the bill? Cause I get to make it, you only get it for the thrill Boy, that's tough, I think it's rough But you never really wanted to cuff We love it enough, I don't know what It can't be the money or your bills When it was real, pick up a bill Anything, now we want it, we do Nothing was still, it was surreal Too good to be real Well, I ain't catching if you wanna serve it And I ain't calling, I ain't if you wanna serve it And I ain't texting, I ain't texting if you wanna deserve it And I ain't rapping, I ain't rapping no more realness So call my love, call my love Call my blood, call my blood, oh, call my blood, call my blood, call my blood, call my blood, call my blood. hey, sing like, call my blood, call my blood, hey, Trying to survive, think again. You need to stop with it up, think about it, think again. You're so unpredictable, a story misunderstood. I can speak my mind, my thoughts are coffee wood. What did you feel? Was it real? Cause I keep the thing in you only in it for the thrill. Well, I ain't texting, I ain't texting if you wanna serve it. And I ain't calling, I ain't calling if you wanna serve it. And I ain't texting, I ain't texting if you wanna serve it. So call my bluff, call my bluff, call my bluff, call my bluff, oh, oh, call my bluff, call my bluff, hey, call my bluff, call my bluff, hey, sing it like, call my bluff, call my bluff, hey, oh, 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 call my bluff, hey. Wow, that was so good. That Thank like you. has like a very almost cinematic feel to it. It's the kind of song I would imagine being in some like really intense movie scene or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I actually yeah. had somebody tell me that um because he's really into music, he's into uh movies and film and stuff. And he commented on my YouTube channel and he said that, you know, 
I would love to see this in the next Spider-Verse movie. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, wow, that's, that's really cool. So I was yeah. thinking a Quentin Tarantino film. Mm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So did you write that all yourself? I did. Wow, I that's incredible. I started writing that about, um, I want to say, going on a year ago. I started writing it, and um, I found out what the chords were on the guitar. And so I said, London, uh, I have this song. And so I played it for him on my computer. And he, um, he was able to write a part for it. And ever since, we've been just performing it. And we've just loved the song. It's so good. I just wanted it to keep going. <laughs> yeah. I, seriously, I, I, it had such a good beat. I was dancing to it. No, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it, it's just so catchy. It's amazing to have that much flow and that much rhythm without, you know, any drums or anything in the track yeah. too just acoustic with the violin behind it was really amazing so and there's a lot yeah. of soul in it too <clears throat> yeah well i, I want to hear from uh noel the father of these two brilliant talented boys uh how did you create these amazing musicians <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Do you want it, the play-by-play? Play or, it wasn't at the same time. It was 14 months apart. But it was hard work, I can, I can tell you. Um, these guys, um, they truly are my inspiration, and we, we've done a lot, uh, the wife and I, for them, as much as we can you know, put, you know, provide a platform for them to um, have their dreams. You know, she grew up listening to her, uh, her father and her mother, her mom and dad, were in a band together. And so, so your wife, my wife's parents, they were, were in both a band together. Musical, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. And so it was just you know fate that you know she and I got together. You know, with me being when you in were the a band. drummer. Yes, yes, or you I was were a drummer, not were. Yes, I well, uh, <laughs> it's somewhat past tense, but I, I don't know. I might get back out there. I, I found a couple of guys I might jam with. You know, just jam with. I, I'm not pursuing it, you know, as a dream. I tried that <laughs> uh, immediately. I took that gap year right after high school, you know, trying to, to do it. And, and I realized, dude, you really have to learn how to sing to actually be successful in the industry. And um, I, I think, you know, my wife, she prayed, she prayed, she prayed for uh, intelligent, tall, talented young <laughs> men. And she got it all. Oh, you absolutely. Know, she got it all. Wow, you guys, the, you're the whole package. I'm lucky that way too. Both, <laughs> both my kids are the whole package, and I think that we're God's God's blessings, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. So what's the what's the routine at home? I mean, do do we all sit and write together? Do you uh, help write the music too, or the lyrics, or is it all them? I I'm outdated. You know, um, mm-hmm. I get in his way every now and then, and it was a few months ago. Uh, I walked into his room and. I, I threw out some ideas, and then he let me hear something, and I was just so blown away. I was like, okay. Uh, at this point, I never walk into London's room and sit down with him and try to do BC calculus, honors calculus <laughs> with him, because I'm like, okay, what, what the heck is going on? I have no clue. So I'm going to stay out of the calculus business just <laughs> like I'm going to stay out of the music business. I'll stick on the managerial you know, side of it, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm, I let him, you know, have his creative juices. But every now and then I'll, I'll hear something like the, he has two versions of Call My Bluff. He has the acoustic version, which is 
my personal favorite. But then he has a hip hop, you know, version of it, and that's what you guys uh, hear that was released. I was picturing some like really heavy 808s under it or something like that. Yeah. When you listen to it, it really it, moving it your soul. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. It ha- it has the 808. So if you have you know a subwoofer in your car, <laughs> um, be prepared to buy new windows. You know. <laughs> um, because it really kicks. Um, and, and you can listen to all the voices because when he'll say something, he'll, you'll hear echoes in each speaker and going back and forth. And, and it's, it's something truly incredible. In the Tesla? Uh, yeah, it works in the Tesla. It, well, <laughs> gosh, it works better in the Tesla than it does in my Prius. So I want everyone to know this is one of the most sustainable families. Uh, they're all about recycling, obviously, and uh, Teslas and solar panels and uh, how did you get involved with all of that, with all this music and sustainability? You're all about what our show's about. Well, uh, the music side, I was the only one in my family, other than my mom, who was a singer, but she was, she's kind of strange. She knows nothing about Aretha Franklin, but she can sing <laughs> all of Broadway. You know, she can sing Frank Sinatra and everything of that nature. So uh, my love of music wasn't really shared with my siblings, but uh, when it came to renewable energies, um, being an architect, you know, by my initial trade and my, uh, my college education, I, I did that architecture. Okay, but, this is a new thing. I, I, I don't recall ever talking about him being an architect. Oh. Wow, that's oh. exciting. Well, you know, I, I was a commercial architect. And one of the main things there uh, that I did, I created, you know, workspaces, you know, what we call ergonomical workspaces. And getting into uh, how people react with their computers, their chairs, and things of that nature to avoid getting, you know, illnesses like carpal tunnel, things of that nature, and, and different stresses with your eyes, you know, uh, burning your eyes when it comes to screens. So we, we, we attempted and we tried and experimented with different configurations. Well, that uh, kept me going when it came to, because I was one of the first architects to design um, a office space where the administrators can communicate with other administrators from other colleges across the country simultaneously through video conferencing. And I tell you, the wow. first time I went on the wow. internet, when the internet was born and I put in video conferencing, classrooms of the future did not come up. Other video types of information came up. I was like, wow, that's on the internet now? That fast? <laughs> but anyway, um, going back, I regress. Um, I, I never lost that passion to move forward, you know, in future uh, with the future technologies um, because the classroom, the learning environment has completely changed from, you know, when I was in school. You know, I'm, I'm quite older than I, I look. Um, and you, some, look, you look quite young. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to ask your age because I don't want you I'm to ask 53. me. I'm 53. Do you think of, all yeah. the technological advances in the classroom are good? Like, do you think it's totally, or do you think it's good that we've totally moved away from textbooks and all that? Because I've wondered, because I was graduating high school right when all the textbooks were getting phased out and all the freshmen were getting iPads and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was always wondering how could they focus if they have an iPad where they can you know, go online and search anything they want how are they going to stay focused? So I've always kind of wondered where the positive meets the negative, you know? You know, I think London would have a better answer for that because they, they bring laptops to school um, and they won't, they, 
they can't have cheesy laptops in any high performance powered stuff that cost their parents a lot of time. <laughs> Is it hard to stay focused or no? Uh, well, I, I, I wouldn't say that we've moved exactly away from textbooks. Um, at my school, it's a lot of based around the teacher's interactions. And so the more engaged you are with the teacher, the more engaged you're going to be with the class. And a lot of the times teachers will either, they'll teach out of textbooks themselves. And so we may not be directly reading out of a textbook, but they are, and they're pulling problems from textbooks and putting them on the board and seeing us that way. And some classes, they'll give us textbooks ourselves or just books that have problems in it that will work on those so we keep engaged that way. And, of course, we still have homework and such. And, you know, the higher and higher you get into school and grades and such, um, you, there's more um, work you have to do outside of class, like more essays, and more projects that you do that are specifically designed to keep you engaged and have you find an interest. Um, th this year, I've been all my classes have been focused on research and making sure that when I get to you know college, where most of the classes are based around research themselves, I'm not you know I'm not new. I, I understand how to research. I know what websites to go to. I know how to you know cram for a 15-page paper. <laughs> um, it's yeah so. I wouldn't say you moved to away, that. but yeah. yeah. Um, so and cramming, there's something when you're under pressure that you have to do it. You get more done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some people learn that they're not you know work that well under pressure. I personally well work well under pressure. And I work my best under pressure, but some people it'll take them months just to you know get one good paper out. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, so people really have to understand you know how technology moves. I, I left architecture and I went into civil engineering. And, and that was a 10-year career. And most people don't understand the work and the effort that goes into designing what we consider to be a simple intersection. But these, in each intersection um, that moves through a long camelback, you know, is, is recording and being monitored by cameras that are set up to monitor the, the flow of traffic, the speed, which car is going in what direction. And the computers, the... the the computers within each intersection has its own computer that is linked and daisy-chained to the next intersection. So if there's a major accident on a freeway, we can redirect you know, the flow of traffic to your streets and keep the lights and sustain the lights open a little longer, maybe 15 seconds or 20 seconds longer than typical. So technology is designed to move us safer and more forward into the future. Um, I had a, a conversation a while ago, uh, maybe a couple of years ago, with a, a woman once who was totally, totally, oh, I hate electric cars and this and things of that nature. And I had to, to remind her that uh, I was born in 1966, and the first home that we had had these two massive oil drums, fuel oil drums. And everybody in the neighborhood, neighborhood had to wait for this fuel oil truck to deliver fuel to the home so we can have heat in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. In Milwaukee, you needed heat. Uh -huh. uh, and I believe it was a Friday when we ran out of fuel oil. And my mom was frantic, frantically on the phone trying to get someone out there. They were like, we got a bunch of other frantic, other people trying to get fuel oil. We'll see you on Monday. So my brothers and I, we all huddled up and we slept under like six blankets together to stay warm in five degree weather. You know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday until Monday. And that was the coldest weekend of my life. Well, that spring, my mom got this new cool thing that no one else in the neighborhood had. It was called natural gas. <laughs> it rocked. 
<laughs> Wait, so it, it, this cold spell, is that what made you want to live in Arizona and not be with cold oh, anymore? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was say. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I'm too cold right now. I, I, I don't like yeah, it my was like ice cubes. Degrees. I can't stand my ice cubes to be cold. <laughs> I'm like, hey. So, you know, my next door neighbor, when she passed away, I went into the basement. And I was trying to figure out, oh, what's that? It was this big bin that had these black stuff that looked like we, we put on the barbecue grill and it was like yeah that is it's cold you stick it in that big furnace and that's how she heats her house and i was like are you kidding me so you go from wood burning stoves to coal burning stoves to oil to natural gas so what's wrong with the progression to solar energy i mean nature just puts it out there i mean every community can't do it obviously but we well, get over eventually th- hopefully every community will be able to do it well we get 300 days of sunshine you know milwaukee everyone in arizona should have texas hawaii yeah hawaii well they get a lot of rain too but there's batteries you charge enough batteries then you have you know energy to sustain yourself over the dark days you know when you have cloud cover you know, it will get, you know, three or four consecutive days. Um, How long have you had your solar panels? Uh, my solar panels weren't active. This is going to be j- January was uh, our one year anniversary. I didn't even oh, think okay. about that. Exciting. One year anniversary. And um, there's several uh, quality companies out there. And some make more efficient panels. And I'm not going to, you know, put thumbs down on any of the companies. Um what would you recommend, though, to give a thumbs up to anybody that's listening would maybe want to get some panels for their own house? Which company I would rec- well, recommend? Yeah, uh, I interviewed quite a few. And even though uh, I own a Tesla, I did not go with Tesla's um, solar panels because I didn't like the product that they were uh, or the uh, mechanism in which they were selling the product. Um, I chose uh, a company, SunPower, because... Once they agreed upon a set price on the amount of panels that my home would need to sustain, you know, each day, um, that price never changes. And I have the option to buy it out if I want to. I chose a lease versus uh, 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 ownership uh, because I don't plan on being in a house for 20 years, so I'll pass it on to someone else. And I don't want 20-year-old panels (laughs) anyway, (laughs) you know, so I'd rather lease them when I'm done, you know, get rid of them, give me. So what does it cost you then a month? Well, my house is not going to reflect the next person's house because I have, you know, different energy, you know, um, issues. Uh, I'm currently replacing all my windows to energy efficient windows. Mm. Uh, I have 15 foot cathedral ceilings. Can't get rid of those. (laughs) Um, But that's useless airspace that's, you know, being wasted. Um, So my panels are at one hundred ninety nine dollars. But the majority of the individuals are at ninety dollars a lease. $90 a month. Um, As long as I'm not plugging my car up every single night for zero charge, um, I can go with the typical tax of $30 a month that I have to pay to the utility company. I add that to the $199. Whereas uh, without it, I can pay anywhere from $300 to $600 a month in electrical costs. Fortunately, we are grandfathered with our Tesla, so we can charge at the supercharging stations um, f- free of charge. You know, uh, once in a blue moon as an incentive, you know, Mr. Musk, Mr. Elon will uh, 
he'll he'll throw that little caveat out there just to get some boost some sales with you know the more expensive model s and the model x but now that they have the more affordable um model three and the model y's should be introduced um to the roadways within the next month or two we'll see them everywhere um did you hear about elon musk uh he released a song out of the blue kind of out of nowhere did you guys hear about that no no yeah <laughs> really yeah uh, we, we've got to play a little check bit check your of vibe it. or yeah check your vibe or something but it was a kind of like techno house type oh, of track but I swear. <laughs> it was just so funny and unexpected it's a great song though don't get me it wrong but as long as he's not <laughs> dancing to it so so i i have so many questions for noel and lord in london but i'd love to hear another song mm-hmm. uh, because I, I, I you know i want to end with hopefully one more song so we get three in so um could we go hear something right now are you guys yeah. ready okay so this next what do you song, have this next song we're going to perform for you is an original that I wrote about about a year and a half ago. This song is called Rose for You. One, two, one, two, three, one. Saw you walking down the street. Saw you looking at me. Those crystal eyes blinding. Can't wait to meet. Well, things don't ever seem to work out that way Got people saying it's just a face Till you'll find the right person eventually But it never seems to work out for me Not looking for some perfect lover Just for something to keep me under Something like you and me Something temporary Perfect match. So I guess it's 
For Valentine's. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was amazing. <laughs> Is that dedicated to anybody? No, not anybody specifically. <laughs> <laughs> when that broke down, your lyricism and your just ability to, uh, I don't even, you know, you really make your words really staccato, but it comes yeah. through so clean, really powerful. Yeah. yeah, I was really impressed. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I've been. Um, Lyrics are everything, and those mm-hmm. lyrics are once again catchy. I, you're just, it's in your head. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your writing skills take? are amazing. Well, um, the hook took, the hook wasn't, um, it wasn't really that difficult to write. I, um, mm-hmm. I was laying down a track on my software because I had, I just had this progression in my mind because I was inspired by a couple of other songs. And I just loved the way they grooved. And so I just wanted to make a more happy song. Something, I love happy songs. Yes. Yeah, Those are happy songs. Something people can dance to and something that yes. people can uh, just put a smile on their face to. And so. That had just, me smiling for sure. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So well, I it just puts had, you in a different mood. It does. You just, yeah. Your whole body just feels so relaxed Yeah, it just makes happy. you kind of want to just yes. bump a little bit, you know. And so I just had that melody, that chorus melody stuck in my head, the this is my rose for you. And so that popped into my head when I was playing it on the guitar and I was putting it in the software. And so I'm like, this will be an awesome song to write. So the first thing I thought of first was the hook. And so I showed that to my dad and he loved it. And he had a couple critiques that I threw into there. And so um, the second thing I thought of was the violin track that London played. I, um, I thought about that and I was playing around a little bit with it. And so I was able to actually figure out what, what, what I wanted to do with it. And so um, I wasn't able to really write it down in any sheet music, but um, I recorded it into my software. Just the, when I did the breakdown with the kind of the fast, the rap section of it um, with London in the background. I, um, I love the rap set. set. Yeah, thank the you. The rap part is great. Yeah, so I, um, I wrote that part and I um, recorded that on the violin and put that into the software. And um, I had London. I was like, London, I'm going to show you something real quick. And so I showed him the violin section that I wrote. He loved it. And so we just went along with it. And then um, after I put that in there, I was listening back to it. And it's like, it feels, even though the, uh, the violin track, it was, originally it was just the violin track at that part. And it was very just, it was happy, but at the same time, it felt kind of empty a little bit. It needed something more. It did. It yeah. did need something more. So at my guitar class, about a week later, um, I was like, you know what? I was listening back to the song. And I just sat there in about 10 minutes. I wrote up the rap section for it. And I'm like, this would fit perfect for that section. And so I rushed home after school and I recorded it. And ever since, I was like, this is perfect. Well, music heals the soul. And that song is a happy song. And we are here saving the planet. One, One show, show at, at a time. time. It's so, so I, fun learning about how you create your music and write it. So I hope you never stop because oh, it sounds amazing. So yeah. We're wrapping up here, and I just wanted to say we ran out of time, and I wanted to thank you guys so much for being one of, of our uh, happiest, sustainable family, uh, you know, talented musicians, and you. you guys are doing big things. 
always welcome in the green room and uh, hopefully you guys come back sometime soon oh, of course. So. and we have to Sounds mention great. the goodwill our sponsor thank you so much for sponsoring us thank you Noel for bringing these amazing angels to our, our presence anytime and I look forward to the next time I can bring them back yeah mm-hmm. sounds great Thank you for listening to In the Green Room. Join us here live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. or anytime on demand 24-7 on StarWorldWideNetworks.com.